when we're in the death, I want you to remember and know that it's from that energy that new life is created. The energy of a black hole creates a galaxy. Science tells us that black holes create galaxies. Apply that to death and rebirth. Death creates life. When we have the context for death portals being, oh my gosh, there's an entire new reality, an entirely new evolution of myself, an entirely new experience, entirely new life is going to be created from this death portal, we stop clutching to what was. Hi lady, and welcome to The Devoted Podcast. I'm Lauren Darlington, mama, multi-six-figure business coach and strategy mentor. I'm here to support women in building wildly successful businesses, creating the life of their deepest desires and becoming the woman they were born to be along the way. I truly believe as women, we get to create whatever we desire in this lifetime and that the path of devotion is the way there. In my world, the legacy leads, strategy directs, and devotion is the how, so everything comes from a deep space of ease, even the things that are quote unquote hard. Alignment met with action is the vibe. Around here, you can expect conversations on all things building and scaling business through energetics, strategy, and devotion. Plus, whatever real, raw, honest, behind-the-scenes conversations I think will support you in building the wildly successful business you were born to lead. If you're here for a blend of strategy and soul, alignment and action, devotion and doing the thing, you're going to love The Devoted Podcast. All right, lady, hit that subscribe button, leave me a rating, and I'm so honored you're walking with me on the path of devotion to your next level. Hello, my love, and welcome to this episode all around death and rebirth. (laughs) So this episode is one that I really feel called to share on reflection of this year. And also I was noticing that a lot of my clients were going through deaths and rebirth. And I was like, I actually want to have a conversation that almost like shifts the energy that we have around these experiences. Because when we're going through like an identity death, an ego death, whatever you want to call it, it feels pretty freaking intense. (laughs) And I have been through so many of them this year. And in fact, when I've looked back at my life, I'm like, I actually feel like part of the path that my soul chose is one of deaths and rebirth. I actually can see. And and for so long, I thought that it was just, you know, a normal part of, of being a human that we go through all these deaths and rebirths as part of our evolution. And like, while yes, we do. I also, when I look at it, I'm like, I actually feel like I've probably gone through a lot more than what I see others going through. I'm like, why? (laughs) And I'm like, actually, you know what? I think it's part of my soul path. I actually think it's part of my soul path, which then means that I'm able to really support women through this experience. Like, I know I'm here to really support women quite holistically. And that it's no coincidence that I attract a lot of people that then go through like a death and rebirth cycle. I feel like it's actually part of what I'm here for. So for me this year, there has been so many deaths and rebirths, right? There's been so many times where I've gone through like the death cycle and then the rebirth, death, rebirth, death, rebirth, death, rebirth. And it's been huge, right? It's been mammoth. And when I look back at the year, I'm like, actually, how I've been with that Yeah, the energy behind it, the context for it has actually been the thing 
that has catapulted me forward and that has allowed me to actually leverage the death and rebirth portal to grow dramatically versus it being the thing that unhinges me and distracts me and pulls me off my path and takes a while for me to come back from. So I want to share with you like a couple of things around death and rebirth, but also the context that I hold for them and also the way that I see them, because I actually believe that that's the way that I see them in the context that I hold has got a huge, like a direct correlation between the success that I've now experienced this year. So there's been so many cycles of this throughout this year in terms of who I am in business who I am as a mother, who I am as a lover, who I am in my soul's mission. There has been constantly, like, I feel like maybe every couple of months, and then there was a period where they were like, bam, 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 all together, some kind of experience of like a death and rebirth. And it's been really interesting because around the time of recording this episode, I've been in this energy of, I know there's been huge shifts and growth this year. However, I've been a little bit like blinded to what they are because I'm so used to who I now am. So it's been really interesting to feel that. But even when I'm like tuning into this episode, I'm like, oh, I can't tap in to how I used to be. It's quite challenging to feel how I used to be. And it's like, I can't connect to the version of myself, the start of the year, the end of last year, even six months ago. We just feel so different. And I'm like, actually, that highlights how many deaths and rebirths there's been where it's like, I can't go back there. And it feels so different. Like I can feel the imprint of it and how different the energetic of it is compared to who I am now and how I feel now. You know, our relationships are such a potent mirror for everything. And I see this in my relationship where when there's old stuff that comes up from our old relationship template, we both instantly feel it and we're like, oh, oh, something's happening. This this doesn't feel like right. Yeah, that there's like the old energetic imprint that gets activated and we're like, we can feel the texture of it. And it's like, oh, hold on, this feels old. So firstly, the first thing that I want to say around the experience of like deaths and rebirth, and especially if you're in the experience at the moment where you feel like you're in that space where you feel like you're in the void and you're like, I don't feel connected to the things that I used to feel connected to. I don't feel resonance with the things I used to resonate with. I feel like, and I'm just tuning in, like, cause I'm like, oh, I feel like some of you are going to be asking, like, how do I know if I'm in a death portal? It's like nothing that used to feel familiar is going to feel familiar. You feel like you've outgrown yourself. You can't connect to the things that you used to connect to. There's this internal like somatic feeling. There's this like internal experience of, 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 of a crumbling of like an in-between. You're like, oh, I feel like I'm kind of floating in between. Like what's happening? The things that you used to know, you now like don't feel so certain around, right? It's almost like the experience of like everything, just like, like the floor falls out from underneath you and you're like, whoa, yeah. When we're in that experience, when we're in the death, I want you to remember and know that it's from that energy that new life is created. The energy of a black hole creates a galaxy. Science tells us that black holes create galaxies. Apply that to death and rebirth. Death creates life. When we have the context and we hold the context for going through a death portal, for going through some kind of death, 
as the, oh my gosh, there's life being created through this in this very moment, it completely shifts the perception we have of the death portal. And we stop clinging to what was. I'm going to say it again. When we have the context for death portals being, oh my gosh, there's an entire new reality, an entirely new evolution of myself, an entirely new experience, entirely new life is going to be created from this death portal. We stop clutching to what was. So many of us are in an identity death clutching to who we used to be for safety, for security, for certainty, not realizing that in doing so, we're not allowing the newness to be birthed. And of course we do that. Our brain is wired for safety. Our brain doesn't care that an identity death and rebirth is required to shift into your first 10K month. Your brain doesn't give a shit. Your brain cares that it's, it knows this experience of struggle with money if that's the thing that you're in. It doesn't care that if you let go of that, you then get to shift into 10K months. It's like, well, I don't know that. I know this struggle, so I'm going to hold on to it. So we have to hold the bigger context for what it is and be willing to let go to what was to allow what is to come through. And it's fucking terrifying. My relationship with my incredible partner who I'm with now I had to let go of what it was and I had to allow the relationship template to die and who I was to die and fully let go of it in order for our new relationship to be birthed. Now, it was terrifying and it activated such a deep core survival pattern within myself that I shared with my embodiment coach, like the the tears and the sound and the the what was the expression that was leaving my body during that time sounded so primal. It actually sounded like an animal dying. Sometimes I was like, Whoa, this is, this is hitting a deep survival pattern. There was a part of me that felt that it was dying. And the experience that I had was feeling like I was dropping into blackness and the unknown, and there was nothing to catch me. I was so deep in the void But in that moment, I had to keep holding on to, not actually holding on to, in that moment, I had to be so devoted to the process and trusting, even with no evidence of what was on the other side, trusting that there was something on the other side of this. There is no way of knowing the rebirth on the other side, my love. There is no way. You cannot possibly know or understand who you're becoming on the other side of this death. You can't possibly know or understand or foresee the life that's available on the other side of this death. This is where trust and surrender really comes in because there is nothing to cling to. Even in the experience of if you've been through a lot of deaths and rebirths, we still can't cling to anything because there's still no certainty of what's on the other side. All we can rely on and lean on and tap into is the knowing that there's something, there's something there for you, which is why I love reminding myself and why I want to remind you of that example of like black holes literally create galaxies. It is scientifically shown that black holes birth galaxies. That fact I want you to use and lean on when you're in the death and rebirth portal, because there's nothing else you can cling to except for there has to be something on the other side of this. They just, they, they has to, scientifically, there has to be something on the other side of this darkness. There has to be something on the other side of this death. 
there has to be something on the other side of this. Look at nature. Something dies, something else is born. Energy can never be destroyed. It just changes form. You cannot destroy energy. You are energy. You cannot destroy. It just gets recreated and changes form. So there's always something on the other side. Cling to that. Don't even cling to it. Lean on that. Trust in that. Hold that. And also, the more you're in the death and the rebirth, the more you actually get how much you've got yourself. One of the greatest gifts of this year is knowing I have myself in the depths of the depths of the depths of the depths. That is everything. There is nothing that life will give me that I cannot be with. I know that wholeheartedly. When we hold that context for death and rebirth, it doesn't, it, it's not so intense. You're going to go through so many different evolutions of yourself. You're going to go through identity deaths. You're going to go through these experiences as you become someone new. And in that, the magic becomes who you know yourself as and the deepening of the trust and the surrender. The more we're in the experience of something, the more we have the evidence of it. The more we're in the experience of something, the more we have the evidence of it. So that way, the next time you go through something like that, it's like, oh, I've got this evidence that I can lean on to support myself through this. The other piece of this, it's like we don't just have the death and the rebirth. We then have the integration of it, right? So it's like we go through the death and the rebirth and we're like, oh, okay, I died to who I was. I was in the void. I became this new version. We then have to integrate that. And this is a conversation that's really important because it's often not had. And it's been one of my greatest lessons this year is actually things need to be integrated and they need space and time to do so. And there's multi-layered experience of the integration. We then are like, oh, okay, I'm this new person. Oh, there's now beliefs that get to be rewired. There's somatic experiences that get to be refelt, recreated, healed, moved through. There's wounds that need to be moved through. There's, oh, how does this impact in my relationships? How does this impact how I'm seeing the world? How does this impact how I'm messaging? And actually giving yourself the time and space to really integrate whatever the rebirth is and give yourself the grace and the spaciousness of that versus being in the energy of like, oh, okay, I'm now this new person. I need to change all of the things. Let me da 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 That's not the energy. That's not the vibe because then you're going to be constantly chopping and changing. But it's like, okay, now that I've gone through that rebirth, what are the things that are going to shift? And how can I give myself space to be with that and to then bring that into my life? And just starting to notice for yourself what you notice in that. Like, how are you thinking differently? How are you perceiving the world differently? How are you in your relationships differently? Yeah, just being really curious and intentional around it. I was talking with a client about the experience of like death and rebirth a couple of weeks ago. And she was talking about, I can't remember the exact thing, but it was something around like trying to surrender. She's like, I'm trying to surrender to this. What can I do to surrender? I'm like, they're actually not congruent. We don't do to surrender. We don't try to surrender. That's very masculine energetics. We allow surrender. Feel the difference? I instantly felt the difference in my body. Do surrender. Allow surrender. Feel it, ready? Do surrender. Try to surrender. Allow surrender. Big difference. It actually surprised me. As I said, allow surrender, my whole body went, I was like, oh, I actually instantly felt that. So if you're in a death portal or you're in a void or even regardless, you're in something and you're like, I'm just trying to surrender, but I can't surrender. Stop trying. 
If you're trying to surrender, you're going against the natural energetic flow of surrender. You're pushing, you're forcing. Surrender energetically is like an opening and a lean back. Trying is a pushing and leaning forward. You're going against the natural flow of the energy if you're trying to surrender. So stop trying to surrender and allow surrender. And notice where the trying to surrender and the doing of surrender is you still clutching and gripping to control. It's not surrender. We have to let go and even allow ourselves the experience of what happens energetically if I allow myself to just let go and free fall right now. Something that I've practiced over this year is getting myself into a meditative space and just allowing myself to feel what it feels like to fully let go because the visual that I'll have is I'm clutching. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to slowly let go, slowly loosen my grip. And I'm just going to allow myself to fall. And the visual I always get is I'm just falling through blackness. I'm falling through darkness. I'm falling through space and I'm falling and I can't see anything that's going to have me. And I be with whatever comes up and I tell myself I'm safe and I support myself with any of the fear and I be with as much as I can. And then I notice what happens if I just allow myself to fall and allow myself to be held by space, by presence by beingness. And I start to get this buoyant experience energetically where I'm like, oh, I can actually just fall and I can feel the texture of still being held by something. But there's an opening to it. There's not a clutching or a gripping. And I've just spent a lot of time over this year really experiencing that and allowing that to be an imprint within my body of like, it's safe to let go. And I can fall without knowing what's going to catch me. That then touches everything. I don't have to grip and control so much. Hmm. So my love, know that the energy of death creates the energy of life. Know that the death portal, when we allow ourselves, it's 11-11, when we allow ourselves, to really be in it and to stop clutching to who we used to be because it's not a match for what's on the other side. And my deepest intention with this episode is you just shift the context that you hold around death and rebirth. And you get that it's not something to run from. It's not something that has to be heavy and dense and intense. It's actually something that you can be really fucking excited about because when we're in the death portal, when we're in the void, When we're in the space in between, it's like, oh, something's brewing. That's exciting. I'd love to know what you heard for yourself, what landed, whether you're in a death portal right now, feel free to share anything with me over on Instagram at lauren.darlington. And as always, I am so honored to be with you on your path of devotion. I'll speak to you in the next episode, my love. Bye.